started it. No, what? I'm What's that? Yeah, I want the ice cream first. Well, you're only talking if there's ice cream. Well, welcome to the Family Bicycle Podcast, day two. Wild adventures with kids and bikes. And, uh, well, we haven't got any kids for the discussion tonight. It's uh, it's getting late. And uh, we're sat on the settee with the ice cream out. Because it's a Friday and that's how we roll. Yeah, the children are in bed. Bob has gone to bed singing. Yeah, we can still hear him, actually. <laughs> Bob has gone in his cart and is singing the uh, Beefy to Bend music by Snollabolicas, Lynx Rex. Um, never quite imagined that that would be my child's first song, but there we go. That's... Uh... Unexpected bonus. It's become rather pervasive. (laughs) Next thing he'll be speaking Dutch before he speaks English. Um, We've basically been a big old fat failure because it's almost the end of day two and we nearly haven't done our podcast for today. And Well, we have uh, have all ridden today, haven't we? Bob's ridden his balance bike. Ruth and Rhoda have ridden to school this morning on the Underwater. You've ridden to the pharmacy this evening. I rode with the girls this morning and Thomas rode on Zwift at school Hooray! before he came home. So we've done it. We have all ridden our bikes today. Yesterday didn't quite go to plan though, did it, Katie? Um, yeah, it all went wrong at the point where I didn't leave the house at all. I had, well, I was at work and um, then it was nearly 10 o'clock at night and I was confronted with the choice of the bath that I'd looked forward to all day or going out in the freezing cold in the dark to ride my bike just for the sake of riding my bike. So there's no reason to go anywhere. So I picked, very sensibly, a nice soak in the bath. So it's not that you went anywhere by another mode of transport when you could have cycled, it's just you didn't, you didn't actually go anywhere? It was the first day of lockdown. I took it very seriously. I did not spread coronavirus. I stayed home. I protected, protected the, the NHS, NHS and, and saved lives. Hopefully I saved a few lives and that... For that reason, I hope our dear listeners will forgive me for being a big fat failure on day one. Okay. But then I suppose there's the element of riding the bike, but there's also we are trying to reduce our car usage here as well, aren't we? Oh, I definitely did that. I didn't use the car at all yesterday. <laughs> but we haven't done any journeys by car that we could have done by bike. And I think that's probably another, another sort of tenet of what we're trying to achieve at the moment, isn't it? It certainly is, yeah. But you didn't quite live up to the billing of doing 70 miles on the tandem, did you, darling? So do you want to talk about that? No, no, I mean, if I'm honest, that was partly down to just the sheer time involved because Thomas finishes school at two o'clock on a Friday afternoon. And so I was looking at having to be out the door at sort of half ten in the morning to do the afternoon school run. It's, it's quite, it is quite an extreme thing to do to ride a tandem with no stoker and a trailer on the back with a baby in it because I was going to have to take Bob as well. Um... I mean, Thomas got some miles in this morning on, on Zwift, but I, th- I still want to pull it off. You know, I, I think that amongst all of the journeys to school that could be cycled, it's probably the least likely. And I think there's a sort of, sort of sense of devilment with Thomas and me where we're kind of thinking, yeah, we, we still want to do this, but it's not exactly the most favourable time of year. Um, I think we'll pull it off before the end of this challenge. Excuse me, I'm sorry, I'm on the verge of losing my ice cream off the spoon. Before the end of this challenge, Thomas and I will do that journey on the tandem. I'm going to tell you here and now it's going to happen. I am not going to do that journey on the tandem. I've already done it the once, and it wasn't my fault that the tyre sidewall let go 
or threatened to let go about a mile and a half, two miles from the school. I'd ridden nearly the whole way there. And that turned into a right old saga, didn't it? Because it was two weeks before we got the tandem back. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> let's, I, not, let's, not, let's not get into what I said you should have done at the time and what you actually did and how that turned into a two-week hiatus. I rode to the school on the tandem to pick Thomas up and the, uh, I broke my own rule about not putting brand new tyres on a bike we'd bought second hand. Sidewall suddenly started to bulge very badly a couple of miles from the school. I limped it to the school. Katie came and picked me up in the car, which was all very embarrassing stuff, staying behind and all of that. And Katie said, go on, stick it on the roof. And I am so fearful of something going wrong. It's not so much driving around with the tandem on the roof, it's getting it up there, isn't it, and getting it back down. The massive glass sunroof does not help. It does scare me somewhat. So I thought, I'm going to try and avoid that. I'll bring the wheel home, I'll change the tyre, and I'll bring it back next week. And then I thought, well, I could just swap it for the one on our other tandem while I'm waiting for the tyre to show up. So I went to the school following week... They've put the, put the tandem in a cupboard for us. It's all right. I've got a fresh wheel for it. I'll stick that in and I'll ride home. Stuck it in, got about 300 yards down the school's drive and realised that the, the rubbing on the front mudguard wasn't going wasn't gonna to happen. It turned out that our two Thorn tandems had different sized mudguards for different tyre profiles on. Or rather spacers that were padding it out so you couldn't do it. So I fixed that now. But yeah, from the day that I arrived at the school with the bike limping to me actually finally taking it away, I think was two weeks. And I think the school are now convinced that it's impossible that Mr. Jones and his, uh, his, his tandem bicycle are something of a joke. We've got to sort of restore some honour there now, haven't we? I'm not sure it's that incident that made them think that riding the distance that you're proposing was, is just not doable. They're not cyclists. They, they just think that that's not a thing. Well, that's, that's the thing. I mean, I can't, I find it hard to express to them the idea that 35 miles there and 35 miles back is really not a big deal. That, you know, 70 miles in a day, Ruth did more than that during the lockdown on, a, on our own bike. But it's not an everyday thing that most people would count as a school run. No, and I, it's not reasonable to claim that it is really, but, you know, the kind of mileage is involved, no big deal. But the fact that we're doing it on a contraption the like of which most people have never actually clapped eyes on I'd never ridden a tandem until I bought my first one. <laughs> I'd, I'd never really handled a tandem until I bought my first one. The one that I bought for, sort of, what was it, about 150 quid off eBay. <laughs> and it was a death trap, largely. But actually just the experience of having it in my hands and working out what I could do with it and understanding that adjusting a timing chain is no more difficult or complicated or onerous than any other job on a drivetrain on a bike. Actually, it, it, I think it sort of broke the duck for me. But this was meant to be the lockdown experience, so... Yeah. Planning for what the weekend might bring. Well, we haven't got the school run to fall back on now, have we? Because at least the girls going to school on the on Devata gets us... You know, we have a banker that, for some of that, us. You know, three of you are done by 9am. We at least have a claim <laughs> that we've ridden. Now, R- Ruth probably is the innovative one for tomorrow because she's absolutely desperate, isn't Ruth she? is adamant she's going to learn to ride the rollers. I've no idea what that experience is going to be like with Ruth. I know what it was like with Thomas. <laughs> Unrepeatable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I quite. I don't want to repeat that. <laughs> but, um, yes, aspirations for the weekend then include 
we need to go to the butchers, which is, well, that historically has been a mummy and the girls on the triplet. Kind of a run. Job, yeah. hasn't it? Ruth wants to go on the rollers. Thomas is going to have to do some road miles because his Zwift setup is all now back at school. And I've still got a bust wheel on my road bike, so I'm going to be out probably on the one that I found in a skip that I did up the other week. And Bob wants to chase squirrels on his balance bike in the park. Yeah, he's done his balance biking indoors today, but I think we need to get him back out into the park tomorrow, um, chasing the squirrels. And And other people's dogs. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know who to feel more sorry for. I'm I'm not sure if it's an acceptable defence during the lockdown, this business about you're only allowed to meet one other person if you're on your own. I'm not sure if it's an acceptable defence to say the other person's dog caused my child to run over to But yes, Bob's fascination with other people's dogs is undermining his progress on the balance bike at the moment, isn't it? He keeps throwing it to the floor and abandoning it to run after hounds. So we could have some we could have and some leaves. sport with that. It's autumn, so that's quite a distraction. Yes, yeah, and you know, you have to have a favourite leaf, don't you? Yes. So I this is possibly gonna be trickier than we thought, although we we have found ways of getting bankers you know, you went to the pharmacy this evening on your Brompton, didn't you? I did. So. Which was, I don't know, poor pharmacist. I turned up, you know, in my cycling helmet and a face mask. I don't know whether she thought incident, initially that I was going to hold the place up. <laughs> it still feels a bit like you're going to rob a post office. It is a bit peculiar going <laughs> everywhere with your, with your face covered, given, you know, you were not so long ago you weren't allowed to buy petrol with a motorcycle helmet on. And now everybody stood outside putting their Darth Vader kit on in order to go and pay for their fuel. It, it, you know, for, for Robert, the world has changed for enough of his lifetime that he spent most of his time looking at people with face masks on and doing these strange behaviours and standing in big spaced out queues. Certainly of what he remembers. Yeah. Imagine he's also left the house a lot less, just generally. Because he has. the sort of little trips where we'd have gleefully chucked him in the sling and taken him with us we've done as one adult solo trips just to minimize the number of us who are in situations we don't need to be in and particularly going away overnight that just hasn't happened for him really has it he's not been away overnight since february yeah and so at the age where ruth and rhoda had already got used to going camping and all of the other things that we do that's going to be he did all right in the More garden the in summer. He did, he did. And then subsequently, when we had our couple of nights away on a remote little campsite, he did all right. He only tried to use his little sleeping tent as an atmosphere once. He does seem to have inherited some of the same traits as Rhoda for waking up, you know, us waking up in the morning with a child on our head because of the unique way he's managed to move himself during the night, as you say, the, the old atmosphere gladiator-style trick with the, with the cop. But, um, yeah, it, 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 does, it does frustrate me that he's had less sort of free-range time. We haven't been to forest school. We haven't done those sorts of things. He hasn't spent anywhere near as much time on the back of the bike, actually, because whilst... I've spent some time training with him in the trailer. Equally, there's been someone in the house all the time, hasn't there? So it's been easier to orchestrate nipping out for a half an hour, an hour on the bike or to go out and run an errand. 
you know, when I've taken him out into town, I've put him in the in the seat on the back of the Ondervata, which is all very Dutch and not really the way we used to do things, is it? But, um, well, we'll see what happens. You know, the weather's not going to be kind over the next few weeks at, at some stage. And I think that's going to be the, uh, the the acid test. We've got the turbo trainers if we need to, ultimately. But um, I think for me... The thing that we've managed to change this year is that our second car has barely turned a wheel. And as a family, that is a paradigm shift in what we've done. And I, I, I think we can credibly make that shift and that other people could too. It's about just having the... Sometimes it's about having your hand forced, isn't it? To, to just get on and... and do something differently. Yeah. Well, there we go. So, not... <laughs> Not, not quite the flying start that we hope. This 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 inspirational new podcast gets to, gets to its second episode with. It's not really gone as well as we'd expected. But we're keeping it real for you. If you're out Absolutely. there with the family, we know, we feel you. It doesn't go how you planned. You go nowhere all day and get to the end of the day exhausted, having gone nowhere and done literally ten percent of the things you'd planned. But if everybody's fed and ended the day happy and gone to bed without massive fuss sometimes that's just how your day ends it's a win yeah and you know i think the weekend gives us some some opportunities we'll see what happens with the weather i don't know where i'm going to put these rollers for ruth but i have a funny feeling that either tomorrow or sunday's episode is going to include ruth hitting the rollers for the first time i'm just hoping she doesn't Does hit, hit anything else <laughs> Pick a doorway, I think, is probably the, the approach, isn't it? I'm Pick not... a doorway, pointing at nothing that we care too much about. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure quite how to, uh, how to make sure I keep covered the fact that I can't actually do the rollers myself. And I have a horrible feeling that at my time of life and with my degree of coordination and balance... I'm not sure that even attempting to say I'm going to learn at the same time as Ruth is 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 a good idea. I'm not sure in a time of lockdown when we're protecting the NHS that you even trying is a good idea. <laughs> this is the man who managed to stand on a cold chisel and cut his toe open in the middle of Thomas's 500 mile uh, 500 <laughs> kilometer day on Zwift, wasn't it? I'm still yes. I'm still bearing the scar from that one, Which was so exa- maybe not. Exactly the interlude I needed in the middle of the day. So yeah. Have to crack out the first aid kit and work out how to try and well, yeah, maybe <laughs> try and we'll re- patch your foot. Maybe we'll relate that in a future episode. But I know Thomas has got designs after his two hundred and fifty mile day and his thousand mile week. Uh, he's got designs on doing something else a bit special on on Zwift before the end of the year. But we'll keep our powder dry on that one. We'll let him let him share that. So sorry if you've missed the children tonight, but you didn't. They'll, they'll be back over the course of the weekend. Ruth's desperate to uh, talk to our podcast audience again. And uh, Rhoda hasn't had a shot yet, and nor has Thomas. And, uh, well, you might even get all three of them. Bob will, find his, Bob will find his moment for this, won't he? There will be... Bob's going interlo- to intervene when we're not expecting it. Most, like, most likely. Actually, yeah, we need to make sure we keep him out of Ruth's back wheel while she's on the turbo. Um, yeah, the roller session might, might need to... Might, might need, need to, to involve a strategy during, for Bob. Might need to happen during Bob's nap time. Bob's nap time or Bob's time in the park. Here, have some more ice cream before we're done. Well, thank you for listening. Um, a peculiar one tonight, but uh, we've managed to get the podcast up onto Apple 
podcast now and wherever else you get your podcasts thank you very much for listening give us a, a, a like and whatever the other things are that people do with I don't know podcasts. do you, do you do have you... to hit that bell or something or is I, don't know. They, I don't know they we're vote too, I we're think. too old for this I think we? we get marks out of five I think somebody's <laughs> going to hold up somebody's going to hold up a sign at some point well, Bob will be disappointed six is his favourite number can we have six yeah if you give us a six if you can give us a six out of five uh, for our podcast that would be great and uh, you never know tomorrow's episode will probably have some children in it it might even have some bike riding and we're, we're going to get better at this aren't we We're going to ramble less. Yeah, I reckon so. Okay, fair dues. Thank you for listening to the Family Bicycle Podcast. We'll catch you in the next one. Take care.